Welcome to QSR Nation, your weekly dose of food service marketing tips and business strategies for success. Here's your hosts, Josh Anderson, Beth Oots, and Anthony Pierce from the PFS Brands National Headquarters. Hey everybody, welcome back to QSR Nation. As always, we have Josh, Beth, and Tony here from the PFS Brands National Headquarters to talk about food service marketing and business strategies for success. Today we have John Blydestell, the Director of Technology here at PFS Brands, to really uh, tell us how you can secure your location physically and operationally. Um, John, you want to give us a little bit your background to start off with? Uh, I've been with PFS Brands for over eight years. and Before that, I was an IT consultant for about 11 years. Uh, with various other companies here in Missouri. So kind of doing a little bit of everything, including networking, security, and and uh, server operations so well we appreciate everything that you do here for pfs brands and keeping us secure in our technology because obviously that's something that we're on the forefront of and we want to be a part in ahead of all of our competitors when it does come to technology so what are some of the things that you would recommend for some of our retailers and any business out there just about some basic store security well just mainly common sense um with with any store you're going to have a certain percentage of your customer traffic is going to be of a certain type that may not be ethical, so there is a always a, uh, a danger of something getting stolen. So, as far as phones, tablets, or anything like that, or computers, make sure that they are in a place where a customer cannot access them when uh, somebody's back's turned, and because stuff will eventually get stolen if you're not careful. So, mainly just common sense. Um, don't leave things laying around that are very portable. That's a that's a very rosy disposition on humanity. It, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us some more positive I'm, things. I'm a like, realist. Yeah. <laughs> realist, yeah. Well, and, and, and honestly, on that side of uh, the business, you, know, you really have to be. I mean, you, you see the stats. You know the percentages are out there. People, whether it's, you know, trying to hack a phone or, you know, get access to a company's uh, database for credit card issues. Right. Right. So there's, uh, there's that whole uh, hacker kind of mentality. But also with Craigslist and eBay and things like that, things can easily be be sold for mm-hmm. money before you'd even know to look for them on there that you know whatever was taken that day could be sold that afternoon so it's just it's just the environment we live in but. so yeah so I guess you always just be vigilant is there any like tools you can use like lock boxes I guess all that kind of uh, stuff? there are security cables that they sell for devices yeah. um, most I can't think of the name of the exact uh, lock standard but there is a slot in most devices that is designed for cables that are readily available on Amazon or other locations that you can tether the device to a, an anchor point whether you screw it into the bottom of a counter or something like that so that's kind of a pretty simple pretty simple way and yeah and even though somebody could eventually get that broken off by that time you know they've made a scene and yeah that's it well you know just teaching your employees about the safety of just being online and any kind of that online activity i know that you guys do a lot here about you know sending us emails to kind of see what kind of reaction we will have if it isn't you know, if it's an incorrect email or if it is a spamming kind of email or they're phishing for information, what can people do out there to kind of just get up to speed with all of that knowledge and making sure that they're staying on top of it themselves and teaching their employees about just internal emails? Well, the, the best way to, to look at email is consider everything suspect. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I'm a realist because I see it every day, but if you recognize somebody and you regularly interchange emails with each other, then that's, a, that's one thing. But if you get an email that seems to be kind of odd or out of the blue, that is most likely coming from 
simply just spam or there could be some kind of malicious intent there with a, a virus or some kind of malware. Uh, the big thing making the rounds right now is ransomware, which is a malware that will encrypt all your files and your hard drive, um, but still leave your PC operational. So they can give you an avenue of uh, paying a ransom at which point, which usually averages between 250 and $500. Uh, that they will then send you a key to decrypt all your files. So it's actually happened to tens of thousands of businesses across the world. And so there's a huge monetary um, loss with ransomware. So the best way to avoid that is to uh, not open emails that are suspect. You know, you get an email that says it's an invoice or it's a past due invoice or it's a shipping confirmation. And if you didn't ship something or you don't recognize the company that's in sending you this invoice, then most likely they're just trying to get you to click on something. And that's when um, their software will do its thing. And, and no matter what kind of uh, antivirus you have, you're still vulnerable because as soon as you actually double click on a file attachment or click on a link, you've actually done a user uh, action, they call it, which most antiviruses are designed to allow because they don't want to get in the way of normal computer operations. So if you double click on something, the antivirus is going to think you meant to do that, even if you don't realize what you're doing. Yeah. And with the holiday season coming up, you know, a lot of times, especially you get a lot of emails from big box stores offering different discounts. And if it's too good to be true sometimes, and they're asking you for your information, just remember, it's probably not legit because it right. is too good to be true. Well, one of the things that you guys, you know, stress with us is when you get those types of influxes and you just aren't sure, you know, to hover over the actual email address to see, I mean, if it's coming from, you know, a name you might even recognize, what's that email look like? Right. So uh, an email that has links in it, um, the way most email programs work is if you hover your mouse over it, like you said, it'll pop up a little box that shows literally where that's going to go if you click on that link. So something that says ups.com, if you hover over it, might say daveshardware.br. And BR right there, if it has that, uh, let's use that example of a URL, that's a Brazilian address. Obviously, it's not something you would normally, that UPS would be using. So right there, if it doesn't match what the link says, that's your first clue that it's a, it's a bad email. And there's some great you know, tools. I know we have a company that we use here to help kind of keep us on our toes as well. And I mean, would you recommend, I mean, other sorts of companies look out for you know, having those things to keep their employees good and vigilant with their email usage and online usage? Yeah, there, for uh, medium-sized companies, that you, there are some, uh, some services we use Know Before, which is a company that will every month, they'll help you design a, a kind of a test, a phishing test, they call it. Um, that will test your employees to see who will click on something. Um, and the emails are always different. There are, some have links, some have attachments. Some are telling you you've got a gift card, you just got to click here and sign in. And, and invariably, we almost always have people that click on these and they put in their login credentials for Amazon or something like that. And the whole thing was just a test and it just shows that how easy people can get fooled in today's technology. Yeah, like like you said multiple times, you can have the best security in the world is the people or the, right. the main security. So if you're like going on clicking links because you got $10,000 from the king of Zimbabwe, I mean, there's nothing. Is that not real? System. Is that not real? <laughs> Don't click it. Oh, the, the prince has sent me money though. I'm just saying. The biggest vulnerability any store or company or business has is its employees. 
um, because there's that human factor. And like I said, if they click on something, you can, uh, an antivirus can't stop that, a firewall can't stop that. So you could have all the security in the world, but if, if you have an employee that doesn't understand the risks and they just click on every email they get, then you've got a potential problem. You know, another thing that we talked about a little bit earlier about making sure things are kept out of uh, play, kind of move on a little bit, but I know we ship a lot of things out, a lot of stores, or they're receiving things from FedEx, you know, UPS, US, you know, Postal Service, DHL, whoever. They're bringing all these in, they're coming through the front doors. Um, what, what do you recommend as kind of a protocol because it's busy, things are going on, and you've got a carrier there dropping off packages because, you know, there's a lot of things that get delivered that could be picked up by one of those unethical <laughs> consumers and walked right out of the door. Right. Probably the best way to handle that is to have a designated area for, the, for these drop-offs um, and train all your employees on where that is and also train the carrier because typically you'll the FedEx driver or the UPS driver or the the uh, mailman is going to be the same person mostly and so once they get a feel for you know oh we always put boxes on this back counter or something like that then they get into a pattern of that and if they do leave it on the front counter the employees know to direct them to put it on the back counter that way it prevents boxes from being left unattended on a counter because we know everyone's in a hurry so the best way to, to manage that is to just have a designated spot that doesn't take any more time it's just as a safer place sure. so common sense like you said rule one so that's that'd be the best advice right. to probably give and make sure that you're just being vigilant. And yeah, and employee attention. education of employees, like I said, on the package location is paramount, and that also translates back to the email thing we were just talking about. Training your employees. There's plenty of online information out there about how to recognize a phishing attack or bad emails. So even without paying for a full managed service like we do, you can uh, on a on a very light budget, you know, just have your employees read certain articles about just staying current on email threats and virus threats. So That's awesome. Education. Great. So yeah, Joe, after you just come back next week for uh, to talk about in-store technology, um, I don't care if you say no or yes, you're coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, great. Um, and everybody, if you have any questions, you can always reach out to us at mdf at pfsbrands.com. And for Josh, Beth, Tony, and John, we'll talk to you next week. Stop by next week for another QSR Nation episode or visit pfsbrands.com.